All right, so, um, can you tell me something I really didn't need to know? Hey, Mom, tell me something I didn't need to know. So how about let's learn something we really don't need to know. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. Welcome to Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. Good way to intro us 13 seconds in rather than... Two and a half yeah, minutes. Four minutes we had last week. <laughs> after we talked about half of the world. Well, you know. And decided to tell them where they were in case they were in the wrong spot. Oops. It happens. And hopefully by then we sucked them in and they stayed. Well, I'm Hannah Green. <laughs> I'm Mary G- Swartz. <laughs> <laughs> Some days we are having identity crises and we are not sure who we are. Either that or, <laughs> either that or it's the fact that Mary and I are just so interchangeable. I have no idea how you get on a sports. <laughs> it's not the first time you've done that. I know. That. I don't know. That's funny. I don't know. Maybe it's, you it's know. It's funny. It's my, it's my secret desire. I just want to be a Swartz. Okay, you can be a Swartz. Okay. Not a problem. We'll adopt you. Oh, yay. Woohoo! I'm not an orphan anymore. I'm adopted. I'm Thanks adopted. Thanks for spending some time with us today, guys. We are thrilled. To have you here with us. We hope that your Sunday has been amazing so far. Oh, yeah. And we hope that whatever you have planned for the rest of the day is just as amazing. If you are at work, we hope that your day is easy and smooth. Yeah, Wonderful. Filled with good customers, good people, good coworkers. That you are able to touch someone's life and bless them in some way today. Hell, yeah. And not the kind where you sneeze on them and go, bless you, my child. That's <laughs> awkward. That's just awkward. Oh, yeah. 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 Please don't bless anyone by sneezing on them. They don't, they don't really <laughs> tend to care for that all that much. <laughs> so today, Mary and I are just drinking tea. Nothing fancy, nothing special. Just a very nice tea with a little lemon in it. It's that kind of a day. Oh, yeah, it is. All right. So, Mary. Yeah. You want to tell people what we got going on on the other podcast? We do. Um, so, December 1st on Murder, Mischief, and Moscato comes out every Wednesday. December 1st already. I know. Anna brings us the very, very intriguing story of Pee Wee Gaskins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pee Wee Gaskins. That was quite the story. I could have put so much. I could literally have talked about that guy for hours. So I just had to condense it down a little. But yeah, oof, man, that one. He is not a good guy. No, he wasn't. Oh, he not was at a all. bad, bad man. Yeah. Yep. Definitely a little different than what we usually cover because a lot of people have heard of him. But yep, it was a request and I did my research <clears throat> and thought, yeah, I'll cover this one. Have you well, a... Told- have you a word of the week for us, Mary? I do. What is our word of the week from you? Spang you. Spang you? Spank you. Spank you? Spank you. Spank you? S P A N G H E W. Spang. Spang you. Spang you? Yeah. Hmm. I don't even have a guess. So I'm going <laughs> to make something up. Sure. Um, that is. That is what they call the reflection that you get off of things that sparkle. That's a really good guess. It is so far off. <laughs> it is the best guess at the table. 
Spang here means to violently throw into the air. Oh. Usually. Not a child, I hope. No. We may have encountered that once or twice in our childhood from yeah. siblings, though. I'm not going to say. I will neither confirm nor deny whether my participation was a fact. All right. All right. To throw a frog into the air from an end of a stick. Oh. Or if a, or, okay, or if a horse spang hues its rider. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Hold on. Is this what happens when monkeys fling poo? Could be. <laughs> only, only if they're being violent about it, though. I mean, if they're being like, this is cool. <laughs> Right on your face. Yeah. Then that's not a spank you. That's a a gift. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. We will throw a brief note in here, though. Okay. Yes. Before we get into the particulars of the word. We're going to alert all of our listeners to the fact that while we may define words on the subject of frog tossing, we don't condone it. Yes. We, we are also, opposed to it. We also do not condone flinging young children. Or poo. Or poo. Unless you're a monkey. Or unless you are attempting to somehow save your life. How does throwing poo save your life? Listen. You don't throw fires out with it. Listen, if you have been kidnapped and they have you locked in a room and this is your one chance for freedom. By throwing your poop at them. Ready, aim, fire at that point. First of all, since we're off topic. (laughs) Here's my question to you. You've been kidnapped. You are now in the most serious distress of your entire life. What makes you think you're going to poop? On command. Depends <laughs> on how long they keep me locked up. If they keep me locked up long enough, eventually, I'm going to have to go. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. For public service announcement, we ask that you do not be mean to frogs. Okay? Children, human beings, animals in general. Yeah. You may, however, spang hue glitter into the air everywhere you go. Oh, yes. Tell them you're a unicorn. Tell them. You're a unicorn fairy. I was just going to say, you tell them it's your fucking fairy dust. Hell yeah. Spread that shit everywhere. You know, it's bound to get on my husband. Because every time glitter is in the area, it gets on him somehow. I know, it's great. I know, he's like a little glitter magnet. I know. Please look at him going, you have a little glitter under your eye there? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So I just have this huge list of words, and I randomly choose one that just appeals to me. So today I'm going with one that goes back to what we were just talking about. Throwing poo? Scatamancy. Do you like to guess what scatamancy is? Throwing shit. No. No, it's not. But it does have to do with poo. (sighs) Now you're scaring me. Scatomancy. Are you scattering your poo around like fertilizer? No. Uh, I don't even know then. Scatomancy is someone who tells fortunes by examining poo. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. 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 Look it up. It's a real thing. No. No. <laughs> First of all, what the hell makes you want to get into that? What makes you go, oh, guess what I want to do when I grow up, Mom? Don't flush the toilet! Let me tell you what your future holds. Oh, God. That was gross. That was disgusting. That's an amazing word. I will never use it. Yeah. I, never. You know what? Listen. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
If no, you, I will. I will because I'll be at some party with people I don't like, and I'll go. You're a scatamancer, aren't you? <laughs> and if they look at me and go, "Why, yes, how did you know?" I'm gonna just fucking die right there, right there. <laughs> You're gonna text me and be like, "You'll never guess who I just met." A real life scatamancer. <gasps> Offered to read mine, but I don't have to go. <laughs> and I can't poop on Will on command. I can't do it. He offered me some Miralax and I declined. <laughs> How do you read it? I mean, if you Miralax it, it's not going to be the same. I don't know, Mary. How do you... I don't know. I I have a lot of questions. Me too. Really, I do. Well, d- write it down. You can do a story on it. Oh my God, that's gross. Scatomancery. Yes, scatomancer. <sighs> I'm not going to remember this, but all right. There you go. There's a future story in your future for you. What's happening on the other? Oh, you already, we already covered we already, that. We already, we already told covered them. that. I'm we told so, them what's happening I, on the I other know. podcast. I know. Have you any tidbits for us today, Mary? <clears throat> Do I ever not have tidbits for you? Well, for me, no. Okay. You always have something to tell me. We're in India. We're going to India to start with. She has her lips all pursed up like, like an old school teacher. You want to go to India with me? I've recently read about a story in India, and I'm wondering if it's the one you're going to tell me about. I don't know. Are you going to tell me about the guy who killed his wife with a cobra? No. Okay. We're going to talk about buffaloes. There's buffalo in India? You could be a buffalo scatamancer. (laughs) Plenty of shit to read there. Plenty. I think I'm going to pass on that. I'll keep the job I have. Okay. Three tipsy buffaloes blew the cover of an illegal liquor stash in India after getting drunk from water in a trough that hid moonshine bottles. Oh, my God. Because that is where you should hide your moonshine bottles is right in the water trough. Must have been a real big trough. Anyway, police seized a total of 101 bottles of liquor from the buffalo stable and arrested three farmers for the illegal selling of alcohol in the dry state of Gahara. What the hell do you do with a drunk buffalo? Take him home. <laughs> and kiss him goodnight. <laughs> Whatever you want. I don't think their intention was to get the buffaloes drunk. If it's a dry state and you're illegally selling alcohol, you're not going to waste it on your buffaloes. So let's get to why the buffaloes were well, drunk. Hold on, wait. <clears throat> we have to go down this, like, you know, okay. this little rabbit hole with me for a minute. No, this is now a buffalo hole. They need larger holes than rabbits. Okay. Let's go down this, this buffalo hole with Okay. Me. Dun, dun, dun. So it was, dun, dun. <laughs> so it was considering what you do with a drunk buffalo. Okay. And then I started thinking about bull in a china shop. And then I was thinking, you do oh. not take the drunk buffalo to the china shop. And then I was thinking, <clears throat> well, a lot of stores, their doors—if you have to open it yourself, the doors open outwards. Outward. Yeah. But then it occurred to me that the ones that have automatic sensors swing inward. Yeah, they do. <laughs> what do you do? Or they just go. Whoosh. What, what happens if a drunk buffalo wanders into a store? Does whatever it wants. Can you imagine that 911 call? I'll see if I can find one. 911, what's your emergency? <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> Sorry. So, don't be. It's what we're all about. <laughs> we go down rabbit holes, we fall down all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. One we of do. the farmers had called a vet when the buffaloes had stopped eating and started frothing at the mouth. Oh, jeez. So, the next day, the buffaloes began jumping around willy-nilly and continued... Jumping around? That is what the story said. Willy-nilly. Willy-nilly. 
like wherever the hell they please because buffaloes just go where they want. They can do what they want. And when they get drunk, they get real cocky. Do you know that they a, just do what they want. Did you know that a drunk buffalo can jump higher than a house? Did you just make that up? <laughs> nope. How do you know? You didn't Google anything on your phone. Because the houses can't jump. Oh, fuck you. Buffaloes began jumping around willy-nilly and continued frothing, prompting the farmer to call another vet. The second vet noticed a strange smell coming from the water trough and discovered that the water inside had turned yellow. And I'm going to assume it's not a pea yellow. Ugh. The farmers told him that the color was from branches falling into the water, but apparently something made the vet suspicious and he reported them to the authorities after he left. When the cops raided the stable, they found bottles of vodka, whiskey, and other liquor worth around $430 tucked inside the water trough and under some fodder. So apparently one of the bottles wasn't sealed correctly. So well, all the water the buffaloes drank. But really one bottle would... It may have been more. I was going to say one leaking been. bottle doesn't seem like enough in a huge trough to be able right. to make buffalo drunk. So the police state that the animals probably drank the water laced with liquor from damaged liquor bottles. Ugh. The police also added that the buffaloes have since recovered from their drunken ordeal. I wonder if they had hangovers. Oh, my God. Do you want a buffalo-sized hangover? Oh. I do not. I don't even want a people-sized hangover. Oh yeah, you and me both. That's terrible. PSA, be nice to your buffaloes. I'm just going to do PSAs from now on. <laughs> PSA, do not store your illegal alcohol in the water trough of your farm animals. This was in India. Maybe they didn't have any other place to put it. We don't know. Any more jokes for us, Hannah? Nope, just a story. You have a story? Of course. Okay. All right. <clears throat> One more tidbit. You ever have an upset cat? Every damn day. You have a cat with emotional issues? Yes, she's on Prozac. We can get her off. Let me tell you how. I don't really want to get my female cat off. I don't want to get my male cat off either. Thanks anyway. We'll save you money on medication. We'll put it that way. Okay. <clears throat> Ready? Sure. You can calm your cat with a ferrum diffuser. You know an oil diffuser like we use? Yes, you I can know. Get, you can get one for your cat. With pheromones in it. Yeah. I have a female and a male cat. I yeah. think we're going to pass on this. You can get two. <laughs> oh, my God. The diffusers are, this is what the company states, clinically proven to help reduce spraying, scratching, hiding, and other stress-related disorders. I think anxiety could be a stress-related I, you know what, this is why we don't live together, because maybe that's what makes your cat stressed out. That we don't live together? That you, she lives with you. My cat used to be Mariah. Her well, basic thing was, I'm going to let you live here if you feed me. Well, you Other know, than that, screw you. My cat, my cat uh, was stressed out even when there were five of us living in the house. So, these diffusers, these diffusers and they make sprays. Help comfort your cats by mimicking natural feline pheromones. They calm. They're clinically proven. They're vet recommended. They're drug-free and odor-free. This is my look of confusion. Ah, So, basically, they're stress relievers. They stop 
spraying, they stop scratching on things that they shouldn't scratch on. Like, how by putting a diffuser in your house, does your cat know that she shouldn't scratch on the couch, she should scratch on her scratching post? I don't know. I think that if you're going to do this, you might as well just go and buy pet CBD and CBD your cat. So, according to the website, they're clinically proven to redirect 8 out of 10 cats that's currently scratching unwanted scratching places and 9 out of 10 kittens or newly adopted cats. I think we could fix your cat with this. Sure. I, I think we could fix your cat. All right. Don't want to try it, do you? No. Wow. But if you want to pay the money to buy it, I'll try it. It's $24. No, I don't really. All right. But if anybody wants to send it to us, we're willing to try it. If the company wants to send it to us, we'll try it and we'll talk about it on the air. <clears throat> Mary. Yeah, that's what I got. In Scottsboro, Alabama. Scottsboro, Alabama. We're going down south. There's a store that you won't find anywhere else in the entire United States. It's a one of a kind. No kidding. One of a kind. No kidding. You know what I'm talking about? No. I don't have a clue. But this, I just know any store that you find anywhere, is you're not going to find anywhere else. In the this store is the size of a full city block. It's like a ginormous Walmart. It's comprised of more than one building. Any guesses? A store that comprises more than one building has to be Amazon. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to Scottsboro. Unclaimed baggage store. You ought to see the look <gasps> on her face. We should go there. Put that on our bucket list. The nation's only retailer of lost baggage. <gasps> we should go there. Now, are you envisioning what I was when I first stumbled upon this? Because what I was envisioning was a warehouse full of bags that you buy unopened with no idea what might be inside. Oh, no. They're going to open them because they're going to take out the value. You know, like kind <laughs> of like bidding on unpaid storage units? Yeah. Yeah. I now, did that once. I got in trouble. What? I did that once. I got in trouble. How did you get in trouble? Because I didn't know that my then hun my then husband had someone else there to bid on it too. So we were bidding against each other. Oh, I've never done that before. Yeah. Did you win? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. One yeah. of us won. Oh, it was just the two of you bidding on it? I, there were other people there because oh. when like when, like, storage facilities put them up, they put a notice in the paper so whoever wants to show up can show up. Then they open the door and they say, let's start the bid at this. <clears throat> One of us won. I don't remember. Probably not us. All right. He probably kicked me in my shin or something and said, shut up. Oh, all right. Well, let's start off by talking about lost baggage. Lost luggage. Okay. I have never lost any luggage. Neither have I. My shit's not there. Less than 1% of luggage remains unclaimed after the travel companies conduct an extensive three-month tracing process in an attempt to reunite the lost luggage with its owner. Now, we're talking planes, trains, taxis, ships, buses, hotels, and any other business that could end up with your lost luggage. Okay. That makes sense. Now, planes alone, more than $4 billion, that's billion with a B, $4 billion bags are checked onto airplanes each and every year. Okay. Airlines spend a lot of money and man hours trying to reunite lost luggage with their rightful owners, but the airlines can't store the luggage indefinitely. That just makes sense. The airlines trying to dispose of the items themselves or sell them off would be a logistical nightmare for them. Now, in the end, less than 0.03% of lost luggage cannot be reunited with their owners through, okay. a, through the airlines, all right? That 0.03% comes out to approximately, and this is just from the airlines, $120 million 
bags a year just from the airlines. Jesus. Yep. Just the airlines. 120 million bags a year that go unclaimed. Now that's where the unclaimed baggage store comes in. Okay. So UBS, as I am now going to refer to it, was the brainchild of Doyle Owens. Doyle was born and raised in Alabama, and in 1970, Doyle borrowed a pickup truck and $300. He drove to Washington, D.C., where he bought his first load of unclaimed baggage from Trailways Bus Line. He took it home, and he sold the contents on card tables in a rental home. It was a humongous success. In fact, it was such a success that soon Doyle left his full-time job with an insurance company, and he opened UBS. Okay. At first, the store was only open on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Doyle's wife, Sue, and their two sons helped to run the business. In 1978, UBS acquired its first airline contract from Eastern Airlines. Now, before long, the UBS was open six days a week. They went on to form relationships with all of the domestic airlines. All of them. Wow. And in 1995, Doyle's son Brian and his wife Sharon bought the business and expanded it to what it is now. A cafe and a museum of found treasures was added. And UBS has actually been featured by Oprah as one of America's best kept shopping secrets. UBS buys these orphan bags from the transportation companies. But not just the domestic transportation companies, but hotels, and also from cargo transportation companies that end up with unclaimed shipments of cargo. Oh, my God. Can you even imagine that? No. Right? How crazy is this? UBS sells, donates, and recycles the contents of these unclaimed items. They partner with dozens of charities locally and across the globe to donate to those in need. Now, out of everything that UBS takes in, about 50% of what is usable is actually donated to charity. So for every item they sell, they, they donate. donate an item. That's all, that's really awesome. It is. <clears throat> now, in the store, which is comprised of more than 50,000 square feet, you can expect to find clothes, jewelry, shoes, electronics, sports equipment, artwork, housewares, pretty much everything you can possibly imagine. Now, the cargo will include bulk items that are brand new with tags. Things like lots of hearing aids, brand new hearing aids. You buy like lots of a hundred. You know what I mean? Wow. Like craziness, right? So I need a hundred hearing aids? Well, but I think that businesses probably buy them and then turn around and, and sell them. Man. They The cargo, it includes furniture. Sus. Yeah. You can never, ever try to predict what you're going to find at the store. There's even a last chance clearance item area. We love, we love those. Right? UBS has purchasing agreements with all of the domestic airlines and other travel and transport companies. The items arrive at the processing facility by tractor trailer. There, everything is unpacked and sorted by category. Now by category, it me I mean it is separated into resell, repurpose, or recycle. All of the clothing is professionally washed or dry cleaned. In fact, UBS has the largest commercial laundry facility in Alabama. Jesus, criminy. Yeah. All electronics are thoroughly tested and all personal data is erased from them. Items that are set aside for donations include things like medical supplies, glasses, clothing. There is a team of experts that authenticate jewelry and luxury brands. They have third-party experts appraise the jewelry and confirm the authentications. 
Now, any counterfeit items are instantly destroyed. They absolutely want nothing to do with them. They are instantly destroyed. Okay. I would think that they would turn those over to the, to the authorities. Here's the thing. If they can't trace where it came from, mm. what good does turning it over to the authorities okay. Well, because do? authorities have other avenues to pursue occasionally, okay? That's all. Um, now, of all the items that they receive, about a third of them are resold. That's about 7,000 items a day. Jesus. That's so much stuff. Any personal papers or documents are shredded. Now, their good. goal... That's good. Yep. Their goal is to minimize waste through reuse. Most of the waste that they have to dispose of is personal products. Right. Shampoo, conditioner, deodorant. Yeah. Things like that. Stuff you're not going to reuse. Definitely. Adult items that... You find in a briefcase. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, the papers that have been shredded also right. have to be disposed of. And I honestly, I think that's really amazing yep. that, that they're doing this. Now, UBS has special events throughout the year. They host a barbecue, bluegrass, and bargains event that has live music, food, games, and fun for the family. Okay. They have a Black Friday super sale every winter, and they've done this since the 70s. They hold a winter, winter sport and ski event where all of the winter sports equipment that they've taken in throughout the year is put up for sale. They don't sell the winter sports equipment during the year. They hold it, they store it, and then it's like the first Saturday of, of or in November every year. They have this massive sale, and buyers come from around the world. Holy they line crap. up. They line up and camp out for this event. Holy crap. Yeah, it's like a huge deal. Now, UBS also has a Reclaim for Good Foundation. And the foundation works in giving, serving, and su su supporting sustainability. They focus on products, programs, and people. The foundation works hard to find a place that an item can meet a real need. They have donated more than 100,000 pairs of eyeglasses to the Lions Club International Foundation Site First program. Broken wheelchairs are delivered to a prison that they work with where the inmates repair the wheelchairs to then be distributed to people in need by a program called wheels for the world that is so cool because not only does that help people but that gives the inmates something to be productive at yes and to feel good about yes that is so cool millions of medical supplies have been donated worldwide through samaritan's purse and other organizations that they partner with Millions of pounds of clothing have been donated worldwide through a huge array of charities that help get the clothes to those who need it most. Right. An awesome organization that I'd never heard of before works with them too. Now, this organization is called Love Luggage. Suitcases are taken to schools and other volunteer groups to be painted before being given to foster children so they don't have to transport their belongings from home to home in garbage bags. That is super awesome. Yeah. I love that. I love that. They also work with the Salvation Army Disaster mm. Relief and Adult Rehab Services. They are a resource and collection center for Operation Christmas Child, which is something that I worked with through the church. They, Operation Christmas Child, people put together shoeboxes. And it's literally, you, you take an empty shoebox and you put in it, you know, like travel, you know, shampoos and and travel sizes toiletries products. and then if it's for a child you might put like 
little snacks and a toy and socks and anyway and it all fits into a shoe box and that's and then they're donated at the christmas time and they're passed out to that's families cool. in need. yeah so that's a really cool thing um ubs sponsors what's called willow street serve day where volunteers from the company participate in a neighborhood work day to give back to the community that they are in I mean, it sounds like they already are giving back I know. so much. UBS provides financial support to meet the needs of the designated workday properties. So say that there is an older, uh, you know, woman living alone and her house needs to be painted or someone who needs yard work done and they're disabled or, you know, whatever it is, they, they choose properties that are in need of something and they go on this day and their employees take the supplies, and they go and they do what needs to be done for these these properties in the neighborhood. That is really cool. Yeah, it is. Um, they also sponsor an annual marriage and family conference with speakers and workshops, and they offer scholarships for those in need who wish to attend this conference. The conference focuses on strengthening the home. UBS has received numerous awards and commendations for the work that it does. More than 1 million visitors flock to UBS every year. It's located at 509 West Willow Street in Scottsboro, Alabama. It's open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 7, and it is closed on Sundays. Now, there's also a really, really awesome online store that you can go and shop at and buy stuff through. I kind of looked through it. It's pretty cool. I think that it is appropriate to end this story with some of the unique items that have traveled through the unclaimed baggage store. Oh my God. An aluminized fire suit. Now that is the kind of fire suit that they use for doing testing, for safety. Like it's just a really interesting piece of like, if you ever see one, it's really cool wow. looking. A bear pelt that was packed in salt and stunk to high heaven. Oh God, yeah. I understand that they do. A camera from the space shuttle. You do something like that. This modified Nikon F camera was one of only three ever to exist, and they did return it to NASA. Oh, good. An Egyptian burial mask. This was actually sold by them through Christie's auctions and private sales in New York City. Wow, I bet you they got good money out of them. Hoggle. I have no idea. You will when I tell you. The four-foot-tall goblin puppet from the movie Labyrinth. Oh my goodness. Hoggle now resides in the entryway of UBS to greet visitors. How do you lose a Hoggle? That's his name. Hoggle is his How name. How do you lose that? Without... Many ivory sculptures. Most ivory is actually illegal to sell in the U.S. Couldn't find what UBS does with the ivory sculptures that are illegal to sell. I know. I'm sure I don't. I know they don't resell them. They I'm can't sure. resell them. It depends on the kind of ivory it is. Some ivory it is legal. Most ivory is not. I don't know whether they have to turn them over to someone. If they get destroyed, I'm not really sure what they do with those. I wasn't able to find that. Opium scales. They got opium scales one time. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised they don't get more of those. Maybe they do. This one, I have so many questions. Live rattlesnakes. No. Here's the thing. How were they even still alive? You figure that unless it was in cargo... And I don't know how long the cargo has to go on claim. I know with the airlines, it's like a three-month process. How were the rattlesnakes still alive? That's a damn good question. I mean, did they were they hibernating? 
I well, here's my thought is, and I don't know how long they they incubate for, but they were probably eggs. Right. I just I have no idea. I just I was like, oh my god. When I oh, read this, I, I can't even imagine how many dead animals that they found. That's oh, so bad. Yeah, yeah, it's so bad. Um, a medicine man stick adorned with a real shrunken head. <gasps> that would be amazing. Yeah. I don't want it, but that would be amazing. Probably be terrifying when you first came across it, but then totally amazing. Well, okay, so I don't think it'd be terrifying because I don't think you and I would know that it was actually a real shrunken head. Right. We wouldn't know that until someone professional told us that. Yeah. Um, a unicycle. Oh, that's cool. A xylophone from Neil Diamond's 2009 World Tour complete with a name stamped case. Oh, how do you lose that? And how do they not... How did they not track that one down and be like, here's your shit back? That's crazy. A zebra skin complete with ears and tail. <gasps> it's kind of sad. Yes, but apparently it's legal in Africa and in the U.S. That's sad. Yeah, that one made me a little sad. On their website, when I was writing this story, a retro Mickey Mouse head lunchbox. Ooh. A Nevada State Seal solid brass belt buckle. Oh my god, that sounds heavy. And a seven-piece kiss, the band, mm -hmm. collectible bundle that somebody had in their suitcase or whatever. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So there you go, another place to add to our travel bucket list. Oh my god, we haven't been to Alabama yet. I know, how awesome is that? That is really fucking cool. Yeah. You find the best shit. Where'd you find that story? I don't know. I have a whole list of things I've come across while I'm perusing, and oh, I just write just them. Write, jot them I, down. I, I just add them to my <clears throat> list, and then as I'm working on researching stories, I go through at what I've written down, and some of them get crossed off because there's really, not enough. Yeah, and some, that's really a cool yeah. story. Yeah, I have no idea where I came across this one. I would one. not have thought that that would make an interesting story, but that was super cool. Um, you know, my first thought was that when I first like started digging, I was like, oh. This might make a cool little tidbit, but then when I started learning about all the things they do and then the history behind, and I was like, oh my God, this is really amazing. It is. It sounds like they give back so, so much. Yeah, and I'm really, really glad to, to know that. on our list for Alabama. Yeah. I would go there. Yeah. I'll try to throw a link on. Yeah, on there this is. Episode There's a. For their online store. Yeah, the online store is really quite cool. You have to send me that link. All right. Alrighty, guys. Um,. Thanks to everybody who stopped by and lent us your ear. We appreciate it. And you hope you enjoyed your story today and learned something you didn't need to know. But that was pretty damn interesting. <laughs> it was. I'm glad you really enjoyed it. You can find us on Facebook at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know or at Gmail at TMSIDNTK. We are also on Twitter at TMSIDNTK. And those are just the initials for the show. Yeah, if you hit us up on social media, know that you will probably be talking to me interacting with me mary does a little bit of the facebook stuff but really for the most part hannah handles all of our social media she's much smarter i just break shit you <laughs> so know i just you... get on twitter i break it right off <laughs> <laughs> if you need to talk to one of us you want to talk to one of us really reach out we're very accessible we're very open to talking um and we love to collaborate with our listeners on ideas that they want to hear us cover yeah if you have any stories of that, like, in your own hometown, that one-of-a-kind, unusual history story, send it to us. We'll talk about it. We'll research it. Yeah. We'll write it. 
We'll if you've do heard, it. Yeah, if you've heard some bizarre story from your hometown about something that no one else is ever going to believe and it's researchable, send it our way. Absolutely. We'll research it. We'll write it. We'll do Love the story. It. So if you enjoyed your short stop with us, you enjoyed your time with us this beautiful Sunday, feel free to follow the podcast. Leave us a rating and review. That does really help us. It helps us to better ourselves and it helps other people to find us. It does. It does. Yes. If you have a podcast of your own and you would like to cross advertise, reach out to us. We're always happy to cross advertise with people. You can find us on pretty much every streaming platform known to man. Yeah. If you know of a platform we are not on, let us know. We will work to get ourselves put out there. Absolutely. The podcast is co-hosted and produced by Mary Swartz and myself, Hannah Green. Mary does our editing. As we already talked about, I'm our social media guru. We do our own research and writing. Yep, we do. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is. We're not. We're not one of those podcasts which you know just finds an article and reads. It. I mean, occasionally no. we find like a little news blurb or whatever, and we share it, but. The stories we do, we're researching and writing those on our own. This is our own work, our own efforts, our own words. It absolutely is. And we never know what the other one is going to throw no, at us. we absolutely don't. So the reactions that you get when you listen to us. They are real and authentic. Yep. Sometimes horrific. Sometimes uncontrolled laughter because drunk buffalo still jump higher than houses. They that always was funny. will. That was funny. <laughs> Have a great week, guys. We love you. Stay mischievous. Bye. Well, little lady, let me elucidate here. Everybody wants to be a cat. Because a cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. Tell me, everybody's picking up on that feline beat. Because everything else is obsolete. I swear when the horn makes you wish you weren't born. Every time he plays. With a square in the act, you can set music back. Do the game and days I've heard some corny birds who tried to sing. Still a cat's the only cat who knows how to swing. Once the dick long head kick stuff like that. When everybody wants to be a cat, a square with a horn makes you wish you weren't born. Every time he plays, oh, a Square in the act, you can set music back to the caveman days. Oh, a rinky dinky pinky, yes, everybody, everybody wants to be a cat. Because the cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. And playing jazz, always has a welcome mat. Everybody thinks it's swinging cat. Oh, boy, fellas, let's rock the joint. Ha <laughs> ha, groove it, cat. Ha <laughs> ha
Beneath the alleys only 